0: Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. There's a difference between someone that passed away from Ebola and someone that passed away from COVID-19. To explain all of this to us is the director for the Compliance Factory, which is an organization that advocates for compliance within the insurance and funeral industry. It's uh, Mbasa Voi. Good morning, Mbasa. Welcome to the takeoff.
1: Good morning, sir. And uh, good morning to the listeners.
0: Thank you very much. In terms of the directives that have been given to the funeral parlors, has it always been a rule uh, that bodies need to be wrapped up um, as well as coffins when someone has passed away from COVID-19?
1: Um, no, sir. Before the pandemic, um, this, has not a, this has not been a rule. And uh, unfortunately, this has caused a lot of discomfort within families and also it has um, caused a lot of confusion um, from the funeral underwriters, uh, sorry, from the funeral undertakers.
0: When you say it wasn't a rule, where did it come from? Did, did, uh, did, did, did the funeral guys just decide, Uti, this is what we are doing since it, was, it didn't come from government?
1: So you'll find uh, what what normally happens in the industry um, There is the local authority who works together with the guidelines provided by the Department of Health at the National, and in this case, being MAC. So yeah. the, the rule will come out um, in terms of the PPPs, uh, in terms of how people should be dressed, the rules of uh, the body not coming to the house, and all of that. And there's been quite a lot of huge debate. From the um, from the service providers being the um, the un- undertakers advocating yeah. for this, as the families have been uncomfortable, and 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 so so um, the rules comes from that, and they get to be implemented on that basis. But this has been quite a quite a serious issue from the inception.
0: What do you make of the recommendations by the ministerial advisory committee uh, that just came out now?
1: The the recommendations that have been um, made out, um, they are the industry is still divided about it, but okay. majority of the players they accept and they welcome these recommendations. And obviously, there's been quite a lobbying which has been done and interactions between government, because we needed to come to a point the industry to find itself and also to be able to provide guidance to government. Because, um, I must stress that from time to time, there's, sensi- there's a lot of sensationalization which is made against yeah. the industry, and yet the industry are the very people who have been providing this service, and obviously within the law, and we can't take away those elements that just go rogue.
0: Now l- let's talk about compliance. Um, yes. You know, um, a lot of people um, have complained about, for example, being overcharged. Um, you know, for certain things. Who watches the industry itself? Like, who watches how much people are charged, how consumers are being treated, etc.
1: In South Africa, sir, there is a law that protects the experience of. Um, families when yeah. they go and interact with any business from a, um, um, just a general experience from a complaint point of view but within the funeral industry there is no set price there is no set standard yeah um, what we always advocate for is that families should do their necessary preparation when they are doing their planning, yeah. to do enough and sufficient price comparisons. Unfortunately, like in any industry, there are those elements that are taking chances, for example, of the pandemic. But yeah. it, it should that should not take away some of the players who are establishing the business and who are offering. So we, we, we stress the importance of families exercising their choice. Because they have a choice as to who should be their service provider, and that choice will be able to eliminate this. And how you do that is by comparing prices in alignment to what you want your service to be done and in the manner in which you want it to be done. Sorry, I, I do hear you when you say, you know, families must do their own due diligence. But with the time and the time constraints, I mean, with only less than two days to organize a funeral, can we see that changing in the future, uh, the, the duration in which people are being buried? Unfortunately, um, um, what we've noticed is that some of the rules which were made in the beginning, they are going to be changed. For example, one of the issues that the the industry is fighting with, and and when I say fighting, lobbying and engaging government on, is the issue that uh, families are not welcome to view the body in the same manner. In that you say, um, you know, you don't need to wrap. So there are a lot of other rules that are going together with that. Because what has caused some of the confusion. Of the wrong body um, being being buried, it's the because of these. Um, there is no accountability in place. Families are not given the respect to see their the the deceased. This has been some of the issues which have been coming with these uh, rules that are coming out. And also important to understand is that. There is no central enforcement and monitoring of these rules. You still have municipalities that are saying people must be raped, even though that the MAC has said um, um, people should not be raped, which is unfortunate to the family.
0: Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.